Welcome to Full Metal RPG. I am your host, Ashley, and this episode is brought to you by DM Zemo and all the other patrons over at patreon.com forward slash full metal RPG. If you would buy us a beer, please consider giving us your patronage. Well, we are back now with our regular episodes for this year. Um, I'm here with Brendan Carrion. What up? What up, DM Zemo? Thanks for the patronage, bro. Yes. And Adam Sink. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Newby. All right. Sorry, Richie Buzzkill. I, I'm out. My name's known, so oh. <laughs> I'm okay with that. People do know uh, who but, you are. Yeah. People I, know I, who you are, man. They're yeah, coming to your house. Yeah, they're coming yeah. to the Buzzkill Casa, the Chateau de Buzzkill. Chateau de Buzzkill. <laughs> and they're like, I feel and they're like, like that needs to be a, 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 a Photoshop bottle of champagne. Just get a pie. Uh, I've yeah. been there. I know where you live, bro. Dude, I cross stitch. I will totally make you a Chateau de Buzzkill. <laughs> that would nice. be sick. Yeah, that totally would be sick. Yeah, I actually met the lovely Mrs. Buzzkill while we were away from the show, so that was awesome. She's very nice. I like her a lot. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Your your New Year's uh, party was a lot of fun. We, yeah. uh, we uh, I I wanted to come as a cyberpunk, and then I was told it was the 1920s. I was like, oh, <laughs> I yeah. see. So steampunk. So steampunk. Yeah. Right. So I, I wore a, a vest and a, and a and a tapered cap and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, It was pointed out to me by several people that I was not specific enough and that I should have said 1920s, not, you know, 1420s or whatever. So anyway, it was fun. Wow, nerds. (laughs) Everybody's got to be a fucking nerd about it. Wasn't it the Roaring Twenties party, though? It's like there was no other period of time that was the Roaring Twenties. Dude, what? You know, come on. Unless you you want to go prehistoric, in which case, okay, fine. That might have been a Roaring You know how people be. You know how people be. They're all like, oh, excuse me. It did not say specifically in the rules. Oh, yeah. Did they push the glasses flex. Right, exactly. Well, actually. Yeah. Basically. All right. So, uh, Brendan, what have you been up to since we've been... Oh, like in terms of gaming? What have I played? Is that what you mean? Or what would you like... like to highlight about your life in general? What oh, have you been up to? my life in general? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Beads of sweat roll down my face. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So, in terms of gaming, what have I been up to? Um, you know, I got that Shadowrun game off the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. I think in the last episode of... The last episode episode of uh, 2019, I was talking about it, and my homies, my Dungeon Punks homies who are scattered all around the world and who, you know, we all meet on Discord to play, they, like, they heard what I was saying and they're like, oh, bro, it doesn't sound like you want to run it. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I want to run the game. Um, <laughs> it's just that, like, I thought it was going to be kind of a challenge to do, like, online gaming because I'd never done it. That's really mm-hmm. the, the point I was trying to make, not that I didn't want to play. So we did manage to get the game off the ground after a couple, like, call-outs and, like, um, you know, near-misses, uh and that game, that game has actually been pretty fun. Uh, the first session, because what I did is I kind of started it is in a prison. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to kind of reframe Shadowrun as being like a little bit less like libertarian mercs and more like um, like criminals in the future. And so I started the game out in a prison in Prague, hmm. and everybody's there has been sentenced to like hard time, and then there's like shit going on in the prison. So. Um, if you've ever run a game like that, it's like a, it's a little weird because mm-hmm. the players they don't have a lot of freedom of movement to just go around and start yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like, well, I guess I eat when they, you tell me to eat, and I will go in the cell that you tell me to go into and stuff. So as a GM, you have like a lot of uh, kind of like 
ground to cover. Mm -hmm. And so first, like session one was a lot of work and I was kind of like, fuck, I don't know if this is going to be a thing. And then um, session two, we did session two just very recently and Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was fucking rad. Like already kind of... uh, the feel of the world is starting to bleed through and we're getting some kind of like reoccurring NPCs and um, I feel like the players are kind of getting a sense of their characters and they're getting hyped. Um, the game is really kind of like focusing on like Russian mobsters in hmm. Prague and like... Nice. Um, uh, one of the things that I kind of, when I'm doing Shadowrun, one of the things I like to emphasize is, um, and I feel like Shadowrun's kind of like lost its way is that when you look at the current art, it's all very, like, picture... There's, like, the mom makes sure that there's one of each race on the front. There's got to be an orc and an elf and a dwarf yeah. and a her human, right? And a wizard. And and uh, and then there's, like, lots of guns going everywhere. But, like, um, if you go into the old first, second edition art, it's Tim Bradstreet was still doing the art for Shadowrun at that point. Uh-huh. And uh, the way that he he does his art style is he, like has people who are models and he like you know they dress up like their characters and he takes pictures of them and then he goes and he essentially just traces over the pictures yeah and inks it in black um and makes these like really great black and mm-hmm. white heavy contrast drawings uh but what that meant for Shadowrun first and second edition is that any page that is a tim bradstreet page mm-hmm. is all humans no metahumans mm. and so the book gets this feel like metahumanity mm-hmm it's really kind of rare, right? And so when I noticed that in the book, I decided I'm going to fucking just ratchet it up on humans. I'm going to have it be like 80% humans. I'm going to make the metahumans actually kind of rare. And I got to say, that puts a lot more grit back into Shadowrun. It just does not feel like, oh, I'm fucking playing D&D, but there's also a robot and there's like a <laughs> helicopter, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like... It makes it actually feel like a street level game mm-hmm. again, and so um, yeah, man, that's what yeah, you know, that's all I ended up playing. Ravenous has been on hiatus and just fucking Shadowrun. Cool. Yeah, Fuck I played it. a D and D campaign that was like that. We started in a jail, but we broke out the f- on session one. <laughs> We're like, "Fuck you! I'm not staying here. I'm out." So yeah, yeah, that is the thing is like you put people in a cage, and then the first thing they want to do is break out of the cage. Yeah. But like because it was Shadowrun, I think that they kind of knew that the efforts of to break out of the cage would be bad. Yeah. And uh, so at the end of session two, um, they're they've been like brought into the circle of trust of this uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, a vor, which is like a uh, mafia don for mm-hmm. like the Russian mafia, and he's like, um, "Well, I'm gonna arrange you guys to get your um, early release, but you're gonna be my agents on the outside because mm-hmm. there's like some uh, praxis going on in the um, criminal underworld of Prague, and then he's the the player characters are supposed to be his like his hand on the street, mm-hmm. and so." I'm actually really excited. I can't yeah. wait for session three. I think it's gonna be fucking rad. That you could awesome. just put him in one of those Netherland prisons where they just let him go out for the day and then nice. they check back in. Do they check back in at night or do they? Thought so. I thought that was how yeah. some of them. Worked. I don't know. I Not saw... the maximum security ones, but some well, of the other yeah. ones. Uh, I mean, there's prisons like that in America, so that totally mm-hmm. is a True. thing. Work release prisons. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Huh. <laughs> well, what do you have to highlight about? Yes, Adam. Tell us of your <laughs> tell us of your role playing adventures, Adam. Details of my life are quite inconsequential. I don't really have anything <laughs> yeah. to talk about. I haven't been doing any. T- 2019 was a bit of a rough ride. I don't really have yeah. anything that, that that's relevant to gaming. That's uh-huh. fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, like uh, the end of the year is always bummer, right? You know, it's hard mm-hmm. to get hard to get in games. Yeah, yeah, it was a real bummer for me. So yeah, yeah, bum, 
Bummerville, right. bro. What about you? You buy anything or have anything well, you want to highlight? Or uh, I, I, I do. Uh, I got in a couple of Kickstarters. Okay. I see that. So of course I hit the microphone, so that will be fun. <laughs> nice, nice uh, work. So I got uh, Christopher Gray's uh, The Great American Novel. I also and, got that. I haven't looked at it yet, but and I did get it. And it, it, it looks, uh, looks pretty fantastic. As I, I mean, I played a beta version of it, so I kind of uh-huh. know what to expect. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, actually getting to you know play or run that this year. So I think that... That that's definitely on high on my list at this point, yeah. and uh, I think I, I kind of like the the literary nature that it's trying to to set. Like you're not trying to like, you know, I mean, machine guns may show up or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. it's not the main point of the you know the the plot. So I, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, I didn't see that until after the Kickstarter had already ended, and I'm really bummed because, I mean, I got in on goddamn fucking dragons, but yeah. uh, that's different. It's just a book. But this one, um, I seeing the cover and all of that, it looks like something I would definitely be well, into. Well, you can, I think you can get it, I think you can probably get it through uh, Go Out Night Games. Cool. I think that's who uh, did yeah. the uh, publishing, but I, th- I know you can definitely get the, uh, uh, get, get the, PDF on drive through so for mm-hmm. sure I know that and uh, I want the book. I got this out. but <laughs> I'm sure you can get the book because yeah. uh, especially just fresh off the uh, the presses mm-hmm. that should be pretty easy to get yeah they're gonna they're, they want to sell you the book I'm sure yeah I'm sure yeah. I can find someone to yeah. if you want to give them currency yes. they will probably accept it in exchange for the book this yeah. is an invisible sun Ashley <laughs> right. they do actually want this you is the invisible to, hand uh, of the market they do right. want you to. Yeah. buy the game and, and play it. I'll find right. someone to throw my money at. What else do you got? Well, uh, I got another Kickstarter in, and this is kind of the tale of this. Uh, what, what did you do to that book? Well, <laughs> so here's, here's, here's what happened. is I got, I got my Infinite Galaxies. It's a Powered by the Apocalypse uh, space uh, game. Ooh. Right. Um, and I got it in, and the uh, pages were ripped. Oh, yep. Oh, right yeah. out of the right from the uh, factory. Okay, so that uh, one's destroyed. Another home. So the next one is is, <laughs> uh, is worse destroyed in a way. Right. Uh, that so, was the one I was kind of curious about. Right. So this is a uh, uh, lightning source uh, di- drive through RPG sent this. So the box was completely intact, but the ba- book was ripped in the box. All huh. right. So interesting. Uh, they, they were doing a fantastic job of customer service, and they, I said, hey, my book was damaged, and can you send me another one? Mm-hmm. Like, cool, here's another one. This one was delivered to my doorstep on a day, a very rare day in uh, Arizona, where it was raining. Oh, no. And there was no plastic around the book, yeah. so it was basically sitting... Half uh, on my porch, just half of it was sitting <laughs> soaking in, in the uh, in the yeah. soaking well. Yeah, you're soaking oh. in it because yeah. what's up with the, the mail carriers in Arizona? They, they don't roll care. They boats. just notice that throw yeah. them yeah. at your door. I've seen because I have a ring. I actually watch them deliver packages uh-huh. to, and they just yeet from yeet. feet away <laughs> and toss it. Yeah. I, I got a uh, soft cover uh, Shadowrun manual and it was like, you know, it's only a slender volume, you know, and this is when I was still at the apartment and it's just like a little box, you know, I have a mail, little tiny mailbox and this motherfucker like seriously, it was in one of those like cardboard envelopes and he went like this, he like yeah. with his thumb, bent it. just like <laughs> bent it in half and yeah. I'm like to get it in there, I'm like, you you know, man, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> don't, 
Fuck you, man. Bro, come on now. (laughs) So the book was just sitting by itself? Like they just took the book and were like, here, book, this is where you go now. It it was in a uh, a box, but it was Uh like... Box was waterlogged. But basically the box was laying against the wall on my porch and it was laying half into the rain and half out of the rain. That sucks. And so I was like, well, that's kind of discouraging. So Mm -hmm. I I typed, I was like, hey, this happened again. And they're like, here's another book. And... (sighs) They sent me another book, and it was finally a, a, a pristine book, at least as much as we it can to, be when you how don't. How is it? It's actually uh, I mean, how's the game? The game is uh, pretty solid, I think. I haven't played it yet, but I've looked through the... Uh, I've looked through it. Because this is a PBTA space game, right? Yeah, PBTA mm-hmm. space game. And there's that seems to be the new trend in PBTA. There's like, what was it, Last Fleet? And there was like two... Two Battlestar Galactica esque PBTA mm-hmm. games that are one is on Kickstarter right now and the other one's gonna be on Kickstarter in like three months. So yeah. I was like, I played the one that's gonna be on the Kickstarter in three months, but this the one on Kickstarter might look better. But uh-huh. that's <laughs> you know, but go ahead. But I, you know, it's weird to me that that drive through sends books to you without securing them in the box so the the corners oh, yeah. could just be damaged right. by the guy that's eating them onto your porch. Oh, right. dude, so like, I we need to go like back to the days where we had like the corners. coal delivery chutes because you didn't want people stealing your coal uh-huh. and you also didn't want it getting wet so there was a chute that they would just in yeah. the alley and they'd shovel it in it would go down to your basement where your boiler was ordered. we should go back to that but for yeah. like deliveries like packages because mm-hmm. well, everything's going to be delivered by drone soon so yeah yeah, yeah soon yeah well it should be able to just Hopefully, I can just order one to like strike my house and uh, <laughs> just like, be pressing ooh, that button topical. as hard as I can. That topical, yes. <laughs> topical. So, um, interestingly, I was listening to a uh, episode of the most recent episode, I think, of the Gauntlet, and they were talking. Eh, maybe it's too back, and they were talking about uh, impulse drive, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. I hadn't even mm-hmm. seen until uh, Ashley got it for Christmas. Yeah, and. Uh, they were saying like, oh, it seems like there's this kind of race to become the uh, PBTA space game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about Impulse Drive in that mm. uh, context. So what do you prefer, Infinite Galaxies or Impulse Drive? Just on a read-through, because there's no way you've had a chance to play both those. No, I haven't played both of them. Uh, I'm going to say... I can't. I can't say it's. It, it, this is the problem. Is neither none of these stand out. Like there's no. Oh, so you're, mm. so we're still in the hunt. Is what you're telling right. me. Right. This one interesting is, is supposed to be more in the vein of of of, of Star Wars, but it can also do the Star Trek. Mm. So that's kind of what the was the influences for this one. And impulse drive is a bit more of Star Trek, right? Yes. It's kind of, it's kind of the got, gist yeah. I got from right. the Gauntlet. Yeah. So I mean, they get, they definitely piqued my curiosity for impulse drive. I right. was kind of like after after they were talking about, it, I was like, I was like, oh damn! I was all kind of like jealous of your Christmas gift. I was yeah. like, damn. Ashley's got <laughs> okay, but the one you got was drive. really cool. too. It was yes. Just I, saying. No. <laughs> I can't win. I don't know why I tried. I, mean, I just got mine, so that's. Uh, well, I, I got my cool glasses first, and then I got my cool mm-hmm. T-shirt. So I went through hell to get. That. Uh, I truly appreciate. <laughs> it It was that, like going so. to war. Yeah, uh, not really, but uh, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a war soon. Yeah, exactly. I could. I could so you could go find out. <laughs> I um, can if you wanted to. I mean, yeah. just saying. Mm-hmm. Probably not. I think you're too old. I. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm too old. They don't out. want me. <laughs> um, oh, trust me, they'll need us eventually. It's 
they'll 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 burn through all the young people and yeah. get to us. This ain't mm-hmm. Starship Troopers. <laughs> the, and I'm not Michael Ironside. They don't mm. want me. <laughs> Yes. So um, that's awesome. I'm sorry you had to go through your Goldilocks and the three books saga to get oh, that. Snap. But that was good. That was but, a sick reference. That was. But yeah, it was. It was the other part of that Kickstarter is they didn't mention they were delivering through drive through. Mm. Oh. So uh, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like yeah. that's should you should be upfront about that. Yeah, you should tell people. That's a big turn off mm-hmm. to me. I, it's 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 not an automatic no go for me, but it definitely is a strike against a project where I'm like, oh, it's drive through. But both yeah. of these are drive through projects. Mm-hmm. So like, huh. it just depends on the qualities you pick when you make the book. Like this is the the Infinite Galaxies soft back is very much a like newsprint yeah. or a little mm-hmm. bit higher than newsprint paper quality paper. not applicable yeah <laughs> right <laughs> click the checkbox i don't care what this looks and, like and then and, and this is i mean the great american novel is a nicer even though it's a hardback but the paper is nicer right the mm-hmm. printing it's a little, weighty a little nicer i mean i wish the the cover actually went to the borders of the cover but and there's yeah but it's awesome and i love it and I, I can't wait for uh, to talk to Christopher Gray after uh, running yeah. it, and uh, I can't I can't wait for him to come to Game Fair. So, sick. Yeah. How about how about you, Ashley? What you want to? Let's crack a lacking. Well, it okay. So next we're going to be going over what we've actually been playing. So I'll get into oh, shit. that. Oh so Did I do this wrong? Yeah, it's right. in order. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. Fuck. Eh. Um, I, I should did have a sheet in front of me. A mm. lot of nothing. Yeah, because I well. Everything kind of went on hiatus for the holidays that I was involved in. And so I started another podcast because that's what I do when I'm bored. So I'm at, <laughs> so I'm at three now because why not? Um, but my, my goal was I wanted to make myself so busy that even if I wanted to date, I could not. And so I, I feel like I'm wow. accomplishing that, wow. especially with everything now coming back. Heavy yeah. relation. Yes. Yep. Yep. So big mood. And uh, that's about that. I have family in town. I had time off work, so I should have just relaxed, but I don't have that in me. Right. And so I just picked up other stuff to do. So, Have yeah. you looked at miniatures wargaming? <laughs> <laughs> you said we're not allowed to talk about no, that. This, I, I said we're not allowed to talk about it, mm-hmm. but I'm just asking if this you... This is like Fight Club. I, You're not allowed to talk about Fight Club, and they're like, hey, have you heard about Fight Club? He's I'm all just blink. saying. Yes. I'm just saying, maybe after the show... I, oh, I want, I want to get into that, because... You know, I need something oh, to put all God this time you. and money into. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I've been you saying and I for so long you and that I to get into it. I'm trying yeah. to warn both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to get into it for a long time, so I've been telling you. Yeah. We're going to have a talk. Awesome. Yeah. Rad. So, awesome. Okay, so uh, now what we've been playing. You kind of, yeah. Brendan, <laughs> went over that. that. So now but... I'll do the other part, which is yeah. the thing that's uh, given me kind of like, it's really been... It, Oh, it's going to be really crass, but no, I'm not going to. Um, the thing that has has really been getting my blood up lately is uh, uh, Hander. I don't know. I just uh, I got this idea for a Hander game, and I really want to run it. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, I kind of like want it to be sooner rather than later, but then I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ravenous coming back online here, not this Friday, but next Friday, uh... I don't think I'm gonna get a chance to run Zwei Hander anytime soon, but um, you know what? It's fun. To, it's fun to read. It's a great book. It's really, it's really fucking good. I mean, like mm-hmm. aside from just like the art, and I know that I've talked about it on the show before. Like the art, the presentation is all very nice. The value for money is very nice. Mm-hmm. But then when you like crack it open, you actually start reading it. It's like exceptionally well written. I mean, it's just like there's a lot of craft in that book. So yeah, yeah, Zwei Hander. Anyway, what what up? I think the- that I started 
here, like on this podcast, when you got the book or something? Because when I think of Brendan, what I do, I hear your voice just saying fucking Zweihander. Like, that's all I hear <laughs> in your voice, and I don't know why. Fucking Zweihander, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I do not want to know what that. you hear in my voice. So. <laughs> well, we, just, we should play. Yeah. We should play. We yeah. should play Zweihander. I need to play more because I haven't been playing. Yeah, so. I mean, because yeah. you've played some uh, D&D, right? That's your kind of like your fantasy home is mm. D&D. Pathfinder D and D. Pathfinder yeah. D and D. Yeah. yeah, you should play some. We should play some Zweihander yeah. so you can get a little something, a little taste of something else. A little else. bit of yeah, yeah. variety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because there's nothing like that. Anyway, this is nothing like that. All right, Adam. Like been playing anything or? I haven't been playing anything, but what I have been doing is kicking around an idea of running a. Now that I have a new space, mm-hmm. a. Vampire: The Dark Ages campaign. Ooh. Oh, a classic yeah. v- Vampire: The Dark Ages campaign. Yes. from Adam Singh. Not Dark Ages Vampire. Vampire: The <laughs> Dark Ages. We'll get the twentieth anniversary book. We'll lay that on the table, and we can go into history and mm-hmm. you know drink some blood and I don't know kill Constantine. Whatever. It's it, it, is, is that the kind of book you could just like use as a table? Like a lot of the it is a very thick <laughs> book. It is not as big as the Masquerade twentieth anniversary one. It's thicker than the old Dark Ages book, but it covers right. quite a bit. So, um, but I'm looking for it. Dark Ages has always been my go-to mm-hmm. for vampire, mm-hmm. and so I really want to run a. Dark Ages campaign again. I figure everything old is going to be new again in 2020. So that's how I'm going to kick it back. That's a good edition of the book too. I got to say, it's really like really comprehensive. It's well written. Mm-hmm. It's uh, well thought through. It was one of the better ones. I think so. I think so. It's um, not like Mage where you pick it up and you're just like, there's yeah. too much here. It's not the insane. I can't info do dump. anything with this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, hmm. Cool, dude. That's sick. Any ideas? Any like foundational ideas? Have you like? And what are you taking inspiration from? Yeah, I can either go back and redo uh, Transylvania Chronicles, but I've already done it. I think I want to do a uh, Jerusalem by Night and Veil of Night <sighs> book. Neat. And run that conflict between the Catholic Church Neat. and the the you know Islamic religion and to- hashtag topical. Yeah. Um, and you know, go back over that whole time period and kind of do some exhumation of what was going on and then go, hey, what were vampires doing while all of that was happening? And you mm-hmm. know. Looking forward to hearing about that, dude. Yeah. That be will fun. be uh, something to keep our ears open for 2020. Yeah, Hopefully I, it'll give me something to do so that, like you, I'm yeah. not dead. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I would be interested in playing that, I think. All right, well, so, let yeah. me know. So, yeah. Interesting. It'll be at my house in Gilbert, so like way out there. But My house is in Gilbert. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, You're oh, near oh, me. Oh. So yeah, never Neighbors. mind. Hey, right. neighbors, <laughs> besties. Yeah. All right, Richard, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I finished last episode. I was going to, I think I was either a two two sessions from finishing Cyberpunk Red Kickstarter, mm-hmm. uh, Jumpstart, or one session from finishing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we were able to finish the, uh, finish the apartment up. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, because I had two more players, uh, I decided to use two of the endings they wrote in the book at the same time. And uh, I threw like 
twice as much stuff as the book said to throw at them. And Mm -hmm. they took some good some good hits, uh, nearly, you know, nearly actually killing a character. No. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to like, you know, so the book wasn't trying to kill him either then. No, the book was definitely not trying to kill him. It was supposed to be like an intro adventure. It's a little softball Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Well, I mean, yeah, you could have, you could have taken that up another notch, but I had them come, uh, the two of the endings, one is from the roof and one is from the street, and mm-hmm. I had both of them happening at the same time. So like, Sick. so you split the party in order to have both of them. Yeah, okay, basically. And then <laughs> there was a, I, I I find it hilarious that some there was like basically a, some of them were on the first floor, saw people coming in, yeah. and decided to try to get to the top floor <laughs> while a hacker shut down the elevator. So like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was it was uh, it was pretty epic. Um, I really enjoyed running that game. I really am highly anticipating the new edition, and I really I think want to try. Well, we'll get to the gaming resolutions, but uh, yeah, that's kinda, yeah. That would be. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that, and, mm-hmm. and I you got really, a shirt now, and I go. do. I have a I have a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven shirt from Adam. And, and it's the I, coolest shirt you've ever seen. It is. It yes. is the coolest shirt I have ever seen because I'm going to wear the shit out of it, and <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So yeah. You didn't open it. You didn't see the back or anything. Well, I, yeah. Does it have Keanu Reeves on the back? I'm not going to open it. <laughs> I hope so. I'm not gonna, yeah. ba- the plastic bag against the microphone. <laughs> like, Shirtless Keanu Reeves would be pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't think it is, but. Um, as far as what I've been playing, it's a whole lot of nothing because, like I said, everyone went on break during the holidays. But I did finish the cyberpunk red campaign I was in as well that um, Andrew Spindler was running for us awesome. at Monday yeah. Night Game Club. Um, we did the apartment thing because it was the jump start kit. Yeah, the jump start kit. Yes, uh, it was awesome. I liked it a lot. I would really like to play a longer uh, campaign with that. It was a lot of fun. Um, we also played Orc Hospital for like a one shot. We did a. Have you ever heard of Orc Hospital? I have not. Oh. I heard of it because I talked to Daryl. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Daryl ran it. It was a just one shot for those of us that could come to Game Club the Monday of Christmas week, and we did a like white elephant gift exchange with it. So as one of the things that you do is you spend drama points to do things in this game, and it's like a shared narrative game, uh, GMless, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. One of the things you could do is spend drama points and get a gift from under the tree, if you will. And so you could steal other people's gifts and whatever. So it was it was fun. It was a bloody mess. Nicolas Cage was involved. It was <laughs> fantastic. It was so much fun. Uh, but those are really the only things I've played. I mean, video games, which I'm not talking about. But The Witcher RPG may be coming out or is out. It's, oh, it's out. It's, yeah, it's been out for it? a year. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it's been out for a while. It okay. got, yeah. our, our, our Sorian said, oh, we sold out of everything in our warehouse for that game, that, like, the week after that show came out. Yeah. Mm. Oh, dude, after I watched the show, I totally wanted to buy one. I was yeah. like, I'm buying this fucking game. And then mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, and who has it and is playing through it, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that it's got mechanics in it, which I think is great because there's no other fantasy game that I know of that has this, mm-hmm. that really kind of accentuates that thing that's going on in The Witcher where you're like, there's these characters that are very old and, like, time is passing around them and things are changing yeah. around them. And uh, but they're basically just kind of like uh, static, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" Because like, because cool. because uh, fantasy games don't do that; they don't get it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 In D and D, especially, it feels like 
Like, oh, hey, we walked into town first level like six months ago. Now we're 20th. And you're just like, ah, where's the feeling mm-hmm. of the scope is missing in yeah, D&D. But sure. it sounds to me like The Witcher, it's like baked into the rule set. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, well, so I I rolled just the toss learned- coins. To your Witcher. Yes. Um, I just found out about it, so I didn't know that it was out yet. But that I would be interested in playing. Um, We will get into our our resolutions going forward for the year. But before that, uh, we have a question from our Patreon. So I'm going to get into that and see what What you guys think about this. So DM Zemo. DM Zemo, what up? Yes. He sent us a really good question, actually. Uh, What up from the Frozen North? So what up to the frozen north uh for everyone in your formative rpg years what was one thing you unknowingly did right and what's one thing you foolishly handled terribly um it could be a rules call or a session or interpersonal issues directly related to game mechanics or just about the hobby in general so when you were brand new brendan what's one thing oh, that you accidentally i'm sorry <laughs> starting with me huh i see how it is it's just well, no, it's a continuing story. Right, yeah the, you know i feel it i feel it i understand yeah. yeah so uh i was actually kind of thinking on this one and i'm not gonna lie i kind of have you know i mean i guess we all have these like shameful moments especially um as things have been changing so much in like the the uh role-playing space mm-hmm, but um mm-hmm. As much as now I consider myself to be an advocate for like a lot of different voices and perspectives being in the hobby, uh-huh. when I was like a young, white, cis male who mm-hmm. had a chip on his shoulder for being like Mr. Smart Guy, um, I, th- I made a lot of like really questionable characters. And I, and I remember one game session in particular where I was doing the like... I'm gonna roll the seduce babes thing. Yeah. And I think that somebody had like their girlfriend over or something. Like some girl was there being like, like, I can't remember if she was being introduced to role playing as like, oh, this could be a cool thing, or if she was being made to role play. I honestly, mm-hmm. I honestly can't remember. But we were at this guy's apartment, and I, uh, what I do remember is me being a complete ass and being like, I roll to seduce the elf maiden, and then I roll to do heinous sexual activities with her and like it's a it's a black mark on my record and it's one mm-hmm. of those things that you don't get to really go back and take back and you can always you can always be like oh I was young and stupid but at the mm-hmm. end of the day that's you know hey yeah I was part of the problem well I think yeah. though that there's a reason that that's kind of a stereotype if you will is that a lot of people have those black marks on their records it was a thing like, as someone who as a chick who does role playing um, it's kind of standard like it's something that I think all of us have run into at some point it has gotten a lot better and you like you said you have gotten a lot better you're growing as a person yeah well I'm sure I'm trying yeah <laughs> So okay, so you want to yeah. answer the second part of oh, that, or do you want to like what do I well, what did I get right? I get a yes. lot right, son. <laughs> all this. Let me get. Let, let me tell you what, DM Zemo. Like all these like fucking newfangled books that are coming out, where like everybody's like, oh hey, try like thinking about who the character is and not just them as stats. I invented that shit. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I. But but I will say, back in the day when like White Wolf was really trying to push the the edge on like narrative and. Um, I drank like straight from the cup on that stuff, and a lot of uh, I was hanging out with some like really interesting kind of like uh, genre pushing role players here in the Phoenix area. People who were like really experimental and like taking a lot of risks. And uh, 
against the wishes of the g- gaming group that I ran at that time, I like really flogged a lot of people into doing it like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a lot of this stuff that like is considered now to be kind of like, hey, here's the new thing. I feel like this isn't the new thing. This is just the 20 year old thing that like has been rebranded. And mm-hmm. people who've been into this kind of gaming have been into it for a long time. It's just that new people are discovering it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the thing I did right was being awesome. <laughs> so being ahead of your time. Yeah, yes. being a, a genius with foresight and vision. So yeah, I mean, you can do it that way you want. Yeah, Adam, what did you accidentally do right when you first started? What I accidentally did right was I didn't get locked into the D and D paradigm mm-hmm. when I started. I, you know, I started with D and D, but I very quickly got into West End Star Wars and then into the vampire stuff when that was coming out, and I never really kind of got locked into oh fantasy gaming and that's what I do and yeah so I was kind of all over the place and I got to experience a lot of cool things and play a lot of cool games that I was never really you know like oh well I just have this one book and that's the thing I'm going to do forever and I'm going to become the D&D guy and then become obnoxious and shitty about it um yeah. so I did that right as far as what I did wrong oh man I did a lot of stuff wrong um <laughs> I the big thing was just trying to like like I was jigsaw and I was trying mm-hmm. to force the people through like my hallway of like this is the story yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what the story is and you don't get to cho- that you you're going to play my story yeah why don't because you just I, read me your novel right right like, yes, basically yes. that's right and that's that was you know and so I had all these ideas where I'd sit down and I'd write a story and I go now I'm going to run my story mm-hmm. you know instead of I'm going to write a campaign or what they're saying, and then I'm going to have characters in it who can actually, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't let people have freedom to impact what was going on or really kind of change things. It was just kind of like, here's this scene. Now here's this scene. Now here's this scene. Now here's the end, you know, and it was not probably a rewarding experience to play mm-hmm. uh, that way. But so how long after you started playing, did you start DMing? Like, what's the... So I never really had a choice. I had to start DMing pretty early because I just didn't have DMs available to me. Like, we all had these books, and you'd go, well, who's going to run? And everybody Mm -hmm. go, I don't want to run. You know, and (laughs) and in my defense, the books that I had to help me DM were things like Temple of Elemental Evil and all these, where it was just a, here's a hallway, and you're going to walk down and here's a door and then you're going to walk down and here's another door and here's another door. And it was very kind of by the numbers, like you're going to go through a dungeon, right? Like yeah. a dungeon crawl. And so that was what I thought role playing was, was I just design a thing and you go from scene to scene and that's mm-hmm. how it works. Yeah. And that's not, you know, that's, it can be how it works, but mm-hmm. that's not how it has to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. All right. RBK. Well, I think, uh, well, what I did write was start with Western Star Wars, but like, mm-hmm. but that was by accident. Western so Star Wars for life, for life, <laughs> blow it up. Uh, but I, I feel like I'll, I'll start with what in my mind I start with what I did wrong, which was kind of because I had storytellers and and game masters that were around. I didn't. I kind of put preparation for games and therefore you know like if i wanted to run a game like i felt like i needed to prepare more than i was ever willing to actually prepare Mm -hmm. and now there's a reason i like no prep games Mm because i'm like but i kind of put gming kind of on a pedestal Uh and and, uh it that's totally flipped for me like i 
I, I encourage everyone to like do it. If you've never done it, do it. Even if you've not prepared or read the book, just do it. Because Richard like, has played in our games, and he's like, if these jokers can run a game, right. anyone can. Well, no, no, no. You're, you're like, well, your, your descriptions of, of areas are just breathtaking and amazing. And uh, both you and, and, and Brendan uh, have these, this, this ability to transport you to an area, and that's really amazing. It just, I, I, you know, I know you guys prep more than I do, and I, I, that's, uh, that's a thing. So, but uh, I think. What I did right was uh, get out of a, a really toxic D and D game pretty mm-hmm. pretty uh, well much quicker after I you know we had that last argument and I was out so I was like <laughs> we're, we're done I'm done that was that you know that was uh, that was kind of what I I did right is just realize that you know you gotta like the game you're in mm-hmm. and and uh, get get there pretty quickly or otherwise you might as well just. Mm-hmm. Just go read a book. Gaming group <laughs> yeah. blow-ups are a rite of passage, I think. Yes, I agree. Ugh, yeah, seriously, man. But the thing is, like, recognizing that that early on in kind of your playing career is pretty cool because uh, not everyone's going to realize that, oh, this is actually a shitty group. It's not this is how the game is. It's just this is a shitty group. So. Well, there was one shitty person. I still talk to everyone else that was in that game. I oh, still pl- I still play games online with almost everyone else that was in that game. Mm-hmm. But, I, I uh, think that, that says a lot about you as a person. Like, it, I think it reflects well on your emotional maturity to be able to draw boundaries like early on. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I remember being in like my late 20s and still having like people essentially browbeat me at the table with like just toxic personalities, you know what I'm saying? And having that whole like, well, if I don't play with this guy, then I guess I don't have any friends. I don't have anybody to play with. It didn't really like occur to me like, no, just fire all these fools and Mm -hmm. it'd be better to just not run or you'll find someone cool to run with. And then, you know, and that's, guess what? That's what happens. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what did you do right? Uh, earlier in your gaming. I accidentally did not start with D&D. And so I think that that's been a really good thing because I think a lot of people start with D&D and then that's kind of where they stay, you know. So, and I had this written down before you said it, so I'm not stealing your answer. It's right here. <laughs> no, you are. And I, and I will never talk again. You're out, you're out of my vampire game. I saw that. You're out of my vampire game. I saw you furiously you. scribbling. You were just <laughs> I was just like, shit, that's good. So, yeah, just, yeah, um, <laughs> my, my first experience was uh, about eight years ago and it was with a Vampire the Masquerade, well, White Wolf, White Wolf Super Friends type game. But um, that was my first experience. And even after that, when I started getting seriously into it a couple years ago, uh, it was Pathfinder. Like I played Pathfinder. I didn't even play a D&D campaign until probably a year ago. Like I had never even played D&D. So I, I like that because of the fact that it got me into some of the other things that are out there and some of the narrative games and stuff instead of just being stuck in D&D land like a lot of people kind of hang out in, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm glad I started out that way. Um, as far as what I did wrong is just who I am as a person, I overthink things a lot. So the analysis paralysis is real. Like when it's okay, what do you do? And I'm just like, shit, what would I do? You know? And so like, instead of kind of going with it and having fun with it, I sit there and will analyze the shit out of the situation and figure what would my character do? You know? And so then you get stuck in that loop and you don't have as much fun with it. So that kind of sucked. I've broken out of that since, but yeah. So yeah, awesome. Uh, good question, DMZMO. That was fun to kind of go back down memory lane and look at where we started and all of that. 
Um, as far as your gaming resolutions, we kind of mentioned that. Richard, what are your gaming resolutions for the year? Because it's uh, the new year, new you. Yeah. Uh, my gaming resolutions are to run a, a longer term game. Like I've, I've, there's there's a couple of th projects that have kind of dialed back. I kind of want to run something, and I know it's not going to be the epic uh, long term games that you guys consider long term games. But I are really you doing like one of those gauntlet style long games. It's like five sessions. No, like, and, no. and they all go whoa. <laughs> no, I I, I want to do like you know I want to do a cyberpunk game. Realistically, I want to do real cyberpunk, cyberpunk game. Real real a, a long like long game. Uh, like as long as I can. Figure out how to keep it going, and I've I've definitely yeah. feel like uh, uh, realistically, I could have just the next section for the apartment game. I could have just started from there because I had already started building the neighborhood. So like w with the people at the table collaboratively, and I could have just started using some of those people that we had kind of left mm -hmm. to the wayside during the end of that particular idea, and kept going. So I feel like. I'm going to. Uh, I want to do a, a cyberpunk game, and I want to maybe. And my other resolution is, I don't necessarily. W I've tried to write a game, like a like a, a system and a, and a game, and I kind of feel I'm kind of feeling like the 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 systemless uh, adventure is kind of where I want to go. Ooh. So mm -hmm. like I kind of want to write a systemless cyberpunk adventure. Oh, that's oh. a great idea. So that's kind of my, like, one of my goals is to, like, get back into creating, and that would be part of the long-term game is is doing something that's creating, because I like to, I'm a 3D designer, uh, mechanical designer, so I, I design stuff all day, but I'd like to design more world design, but do it in my, and more of, get better at writing things out long or longhand, you know, mm -hmm. not with a quill and but with right. a keyboard right. or, or, or a, a, a typewriter. A typewriter. You don't with... use a quill and feather? <laughs> yeah. An ink pot? Ink pot. So I spill that all over the table while I'm writing about... I the, challenge the... you to a duel, good sir. <laughs> Pistols Play... at dawn. Place so... your signet ring upon the table as a mm -hmm. sign of your honor. So that's kind of my uh, 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 goal, my resolution, my goals for the year mm -hmm. is, I mean, besides bring the full metal to the masses is like, oh, you yeah. know, doing produ production and producing for this show. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, I'm hoping to take your feedback. Is this a Ooh. game to you, bro? It is a is game, this a game to you. I, I've been game? I've been listening to a. Is this a game to you? It's about <laughs> games, so I mean, I've been yeah, listening to a motivational book called The Game Changer, which uses game mechanics and game as part of motivational stuff. So it's hmm. kind of everything. Everything is a game. I've been so. reading a motivational book called Are You My Mother. No, I'm just kidding. I was oh, like, there's a Doctor Who episode. Huh. Are you so my that, mommy? Those are my resolutions for the mm -hmm. year. Oh, is that the kids Goals. with the gas mask? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Cyberpunk 2020 all the way through 2077, like that long term of uh, I mean, if I could pull that off, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. I Cyberpunk. <laughs> 57 cyberpunk, years from now, you're still going strong. <laughs> yeah, no, I think just Cyberpunk uh, has these na natural death spirals as you... Mm -hmm. uh, so... Every game has a natural death <laughs> spiral. Oh, this is the, okay. This is a topic for a different time. Different topic, seriously, but, yeah. Somebody write that down. <laughs> death spiral. It. Write it down. Yeah. Right. Yes. But the, there are certain things that happen in those kind of games that tend mm -hmm. to lend themselves towards, you know, ends of story arcs 
being deaths of characters or gotcha. right. things yeah. like that. Or you've eventually killed enough people that you're effectively a terrorist cell. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's legitimately the first game of any PC-driven game. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, that's my goals. So. Awesome. Well, I want to play in a longer cyberpunk campaign. So you when would, yeah. you get that together, I would be interested in hearing about it. Well, Adam. Absolutely. So I want to get my Dark Ages game going. Yes. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to finish my Ponies of Sin adventure, which is my systemless uh, Hellraiser meets My Little Pony game. And nice. before the election, get out Chemtrails and Cuckold 2nd Edition. So I need to finish that one. 2nd <laughs> Edition. <Yeah. Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have a magic system now. Nice. Oh, so, yeah. No, I'm going to add I'm a magic nice. system. That nice. was one of the things people said. I want a magic system. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, we're going to put a I, magic system into this uh, game. I think All there right. was only one person that said that, <laughs> yeah. and that was me. And I'm glad that you're going to do it. Now, that makes up something like 33% right, of the all, people who played all, it. Yeah. All chemtrails and cuckolds. There, there was actually the one other person who had said something about a magic system, too. And I was oh, like, yeah. all right, well, maybe I'll do a magic system then because it would be kind of funny. Yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad to see those projects come back to life. Yep, yeah, I no will doubt, do my best. No I doubt. should have free time now. So yeah, I'm Sick. interested in following that. That will be fascinating. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, some regular updates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll try to get those out. And then I also wanted to try to start doing some stuff on YouTube, but we'll see how I get with that. Yeah. I don't know. Some reviews, some tutorials, stuff like that. We'll see how that goes. Rad. I don't know. Awesome. Yeah. That would be fun. All right. See how uh, I didn't see, make you go first this no, time? No, I yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank welcome. you for uh thank you for listening mm-hmm. to my needs. You're I welcome. appreciate it. Um <laughs> so I don't believe in resolutions. Uh I think resolutions are kinda like a weird idea. I don't I think that, you know, it's arbitrary to just uh, set mm-hmm. like these weird like agendas for yourself at the beginning of the new year. I mean, if you're going to do something, you're going to do something. Yeah. You know, I mean, however, I'm a big fan of uh, goals. I'm a big fan of goals. So, and I, and I have a list of goals that I revise constantly because I fail so much. So, um, let's see, uh, Ravenous, uh, I want to, Ravenous is supposed to see publication this year, allegedly. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, that'd be fucking great. That is going to require some work from me. So I'm working diligently to get that done. Uh, I'm my house game, my ravenous house game is entering its second arc, and uh, I'd kind of like to see how far it goes. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Richard points out, and rightly so, that like I am the kind of person that like I don't write like a tight game. I like just kind of like uh, it's like a soap opera, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. I finish up like a season, so to speak, and then I'm just kind of like, oh, well, here's some plot starters for the next season. And it just keeps going and going and going. And at a certain point, people are like, well, what's this even about anymore, you know? Um, so I will probably run Ravenous until either everybody quits in disgust or I quit <laughs> in disgust, which is usually how it ends up kind of going, you yeah. know? Um, then uh, Shadowrun... I want to do the contra of that. I actually want to write an actual story with this one and not just keep on tacking on new characters and new plot hooks again and again and again. I kind of want to actually write a story that has a beginning and a middle and an end. Hmm. So uh, that's going to require some work. That's going to require some actual work and put some work into it. Uh, another thing <laughs> that I haven't really, I didn't mention when I was talking about what I played is that like, I don't really know how to play Shadowrun very well. So it's like the the stuff that took, went on in the prison, I think that you know, over the course of like two sessions, we had like six roles. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the guys who's playing, Mark Boardman, great guy, Dungeon Punks, uh, he he was he called the roles. He'd be like, uh, that's up, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then you know it would happen. 
but uh, I need to kind of learn to play Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. So because now that they're going to be out of the prison, like real shit's going to start happening. So mm-hmm. I need to be able to adjudicate that. Um, and then, you know, uh, kind of like second half of the year, I'd really like to do this fucking Zweihander game. I mean, come on, man. Like mm-hmm. I'd love, to, you know, I don't know. Fantasy is just one of those things. It's like, I don't know. I'll do it for a little while and then I'll remember why I don't do it and then I'll stop doing it. Um, for, for real, fantasy is one of those things where it's like, I kind of done right now, but then I'm like, well, if somebody said, you want to play a D&D game, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah. the, th- yeah. the thing okay. is, the last couple fantasy games I ran were uh, Stormbringer and uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess, and I enjoyed both of them a great deal, and I don't know why... I don't run more long-term fantasy games because both of those were like really short, kind of one-off. I think that the Lamentations game was like 10-off, but still, it, it came to an end and then we never picked it up again. Um, and I'd like to do like a longer-term... I'd like to do a longer-term game. I think why Hander would be the one to do it since yeah. I don't really I don't really F with uh, uh, Lamentations anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pick up 13th Age or... Warhammer Fantasy again in a heartbeat. Like both of those are. Dude, you gotta look at Zweihander, man. If you're all into I have that Zweihander. War- <laughs> if you're all like into that Warhammer Fantasy <laughs> shit, dude, the Zweihander is like I so have fuck- Zweihander. Yeah, I know. I'm like saying you should <laughs> just fucking read it and run it and shit. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. I can oh, you know, and, uh, the homies at uh, uh, D&D Phoenix, Phoenix D&D, uh, right. I've been talking to that, that dude a lot and uh, he's gonna be running like a Mork Borg um, game and i'm probably gonna go down there because now i live downtown and he's downtown and uh so i'm gonna go down there and get in on his mork borg game and uh speaking of that mork borg is gonna be on the show and that interview is gonna be on the 20th of february so if you guys are mork borg fans circle your calendar sometime after that (laughs) no 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 that's when the episode's posting i already scheduled the interview bro Right. Ready to rock. Yeah, they, said they Mork cats. Borg too many times, and now the it's words like make no sense to nope. me. <laughs> now, now, it's, now it sounds like the Swedish chef a little bit. But that's, yeah. yeah, or Star Trek. Oh. It sounds awesome, though. Borg. Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I'm stoked on that. That's what I got lined up for this year. How about you? That's awesome. Um, I want to run more um, games, not like yeah. actual running. Fuck yeah. that. Um, I want to run more games. Marathon Let me be training. specific. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so I have my... I did not get into GMing right away. And so I've been a player this whole time and I've kind of done the GM on a pedestal thing too, where I'm just like, I don't know if I can do that. And the few times I have, it's been fine, but I want to do it more so I can get better at it and kind of see it from all different angles. Uh, I have Girl Underground that I still want to run that I got from Exalted Funeral. And I really, reading it, I love it. I love how it's all laid out. So I really want to run that and um, Impulse Drive, obviously. I want to run Impulse Drive too. So I have those two that I want to kind of study up on and get a, like, even a short campaign, little mini campaign going on those. So um, that's my main gaming resolutions is to do that and then just try different stuff just because I like to try the different systems and see what they have to offer and all of that. So of how everybody wants to run some new thing and I'm just running back to like to this the, the skirt of you know Vampire the Dark Age like it's mm-hmm. safe here it's safe in Vampire yeah, yeah. it's safe here sure I've well, done this a million times yeah. I'm gonna go back to what I know I'm playing Shadowrun dude <laughs> yeah, I'm, this game's like, older I've than that. Well, I was gonna say older than Ashley but it's not oh 
I mean, realistically, close. Cyberpunk yeah. is one of those games that I have run before. Yeah. So, like, I, I once ran two. But it's like a new edition, right? It's not like I'm running yeah. the new vampire stuff. I'm well, just like, I'm going to go run the old not, one. Yeah. It's probably yeah. not going to be Dark Ages for a million years. So Probably like, not. Yeah, I mean, if I were you, that, I might yeah. consider going into the 5e book and, like, Swagger mm-hmm. Jack and some of those systems. Because people say that, like, the new hunger mechanics and shit are, like, real, are, are really well done. Well, maybe I'll pick up a copy. Ah, uh, yeah. You should probably I start with st- that. I still don't have one. <laughs> start with that. First step. Well, hey, first step. Ashley, buy yes. the book. Well, let me know when that uh, Impulse Drive game is going on if for, you're sure. for players. Yeah. If, interested in giving if it's that out a in shot. Gilbert. Yeah, and it's on my off week. So. Mm-hmm. Love to, love to give uh, that a spin. Yeah, definitely, I will do that. Uh, is there anything you guys want to talk about before we sign off? Anything anyone wants to bring up? The geopolitical wow, situation and yeah, other than that, oh. I mean, there's so, the so much shit to plug. So much, so much shit to plug. Richard, why don't you start with your plugs? Uh, plug wh- us up, Richard. Mm-hmm. Fill right. us up with your plugs. <laughs> plug away. <laughs> Uh, so Arizona Game Fair is March 20th through the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just opened gaming submissions, so for like the next month, so you can submit your games. Ravenous. Uh, Ravenous yeah. is probably. I was hearing some 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 Maybe. whispers that Ravenous, d- disparate whispers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's some really cool stuff we're doing with that. And uh, I'm you know I'm kind of excited to play a little bit more this year. I probably won't be running through all three buildings at once mm-hmm. <laughs> this time. Hopefully. hopefully. And uh, that's, that's kind of my plug for that. And uh, we're also sponsored by Exalted Funeral. Yeah. Uh, check out uh, th- them for RPGs, Metal, and Esoterica. I mean, check out Brendan's bonus episode he did with Mark Kelly. Yeah. Previous, the previous Matt, episode. Matt Kelly. Kelly. I, I get, I get yeah, screwed up Matt all the time, Kelly. dude. There's yeah. so many MKs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true, uh, but it's an it's a it's a great uh, little bonus episode. It's a mm. good way to start off the year. Thanks for saying something. After you finish off this episode, go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. If you haven't already, so. yeah. um, re-listen to it if you have. Yeah, again. just keep listening to it. Repeat. Put on repeat mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> while you're sleeping. Yeah, and then. Uh, Coming up very shortly, Chris Kohler and I have a new miniatures game podcast coming out. The mm. Slow Death Games podcast is going to be called Death by a Thousand Cuts. We have already recorded the intro episode in episode one, so we're going to be uh, doing that on a regular basis, it's, and I'm going to try and stagger it so it's not right up against the episodes for uh, FMRPG. Uh, but if you want to hear me and Chris talking about miniatures gaming, and then we're going to have on some guests that are, you know, in the miniatures like world and our friends who want to talk about miniatures, because as you know, if you listen to this show, I love talking about miniatures. So uh, <laughs> look forward to that coming out soon uh, because there's been a lot going on with uh, slow death games and we want to talk about it for sure. Awesome. You want to plug your uh, sliders? Sure do. Um, well, first I have Mamre Alpha. That's my OG podcast. So uh, all girl gaming Star Trek. It's called Mamre Alpha. We're on all the social medias and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my new podcast is a sliders rewatch podcast and first watch because I've never seen it, even though I'm a big sci-fi fan. So uh, me and one of my friends watch sliders and then talk shit about it. It's fantastic. So uh, we have our intro and first episode out now. Wow. So it's called nice. Catch You on the Flip Slide. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah, that's all I have to plug. So if that's all, then we want to thank our patrons over at Patreon. Check us out if you'd like to join. 
Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash full metal RPG. If you want to get in touch with us, well, first of all, we're doing a survey. So if you're listening before one twenty eight twenty twenty, please go and fill that out. Let us know how we're doing, anything you'd like to see us do better. The website is tinyurl.com forward slash full metal survey. So this will help us determine our future course, what we're going to do, where we're going to take the show. So please go do that. We would appreciate it. Uh, you can email us at fullmetalrpgofficial at gmail.com. Join the Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash fullmetaldiscord. And we are on Instagram and Facebook, but not Twitter, at fullmetalrpg. So thank you all so much for tuning into our first full episode of the year. We will catch you later. Have a good night. Yeah.